This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I'm your host, Andy, and each week we will throw a dart at the map and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week, I landed on Alabama. Alabama? A lot of math. I imagine a lot happens in Alabama. I don't know. I don't know nothing about Alabama. No, I don't either. I, I think I've only been there once in my life, and it was to drive through. They have a delicious dipping sauce. What dipping sauce? Alabama white sauce. I've never had it. It's really good with some chicken tendies. You got to go to this place. It's called Waldo's. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> what happened in Alabama, friend? We are going to be talking about a girl named Sherry Lynn Marler. Okay, Sherry, what happened? Well, this young woman went missing. Okay. She was not a young woman. She was a child. There's she, a difference. Yeah. She was born uh, August 18th, 1971. She was 12 years old. And at the time, this girl was taller than me. 5'4". <laughs> By some inches. She was 5'4 at 12 years old. You just little. I'm just tiny. That that's That's still like four inches more than me. Um... <laughs> I'm really sad about this right now. <laughs> you really you really got like hyper focused on the height. I you did. Were... And I like obviously you guys can't see this, but I just like looked down like all sad. You did. You did. <laughs> My sister's taller than you. She's been taller than you. For a very long time, for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um anyways. <laughs> Sherry was last seen at approximately 9.30 in the morning. Um, We'll start it from the beginning. Now I'm jumping from topic to topic. So Sherry left her house with her stepfather, Ray, at around 9.20 in the morning. And Sherry was more, she was a fun-loving tween, right? Like she, she wanted to hang out with her friends. She was a tomboy at heart. Um, she loved being outdoors and she loved working on the farm farm and she, yeah, she, she loved the farm again, Alabama. Uh, she was really looking forward to her birthday. It was a huge milestone, right? She was turning 13. Yes. Uh, like I said, she was five, four, um, and she looked a little bit older than, you know, she already looked older than what she was. Okay. Yeah. So on that day, she rode into town with Ray, her stepfather, and she was in her usual outfit of like a plaid shirt, jeans, and they say she was wearing some gray Velcro, Velcro sneakers. Okay. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. I miss Velcro sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy. I, I just wear slip-ons now. I mean, honestly, I wear those those Tom Tom Toms or whatever. What are... Oh, see, I wear the Olakais where they look like they still look like sneakers. Oh, like they like you waste them up, but you don't. No. Yeah. I only buy sneakers that I can like just put my foot in. Yeah. It is still you still got to tie tie it. Yeah. But I can still just slip it in there. Yeah. Ray drove Sherry into town, and they arrived at First National Bank in downtown Greenville. 
around 9.30, so about 10 minutes later. Okay. Sherry explained to Ray that uh, she was thirsty, and so Ray pulled a dollar out of his wallet and told her to meet him back at the truck. Okay. Where he would meet her after taking care of his bank business. So he went inside the bank, and she walked across the street to the Chevron station to find a vending machine. Okay. 15 minutes later, she still didn't come back. So oh, no. he, during that first 15 minutes, he was like, whatever, like, I'm going to just wait for her. Maybe there was a line or she couldn't, the vending machine was broken and she had to go inside, whatever yeah. it may be. So then after about 15 minutes, he started to get worried. It wasn't like Sherry to just, you know, hang out somewhere, so especially when they already talked about, like, come straight back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So the walk to the gas station, I guess, was about less than a block away. And she should have been back there by then. Like, there was no way yeah, if this just, would be taking more than 15 minutes, right? Yeah, if you're just grabbing something to drink and then coming right back to the car, that's like five, ten minutes tops. Yeah. Well, obviously, he was very concerned. And after a while, he decided to call the police department. And but oh, I have a question. Yeah, I raised my hand like we're in a classroom. Did it say how long the dad was in the bank for in your research by chance? Because that's also like an additional like on top of the fifteen minutes. Well, so it said it only took him a few minutes. Okay, so he was probably just dropping off a deposit. Yeah, just quick pop in, yeah, went yeah, back yeah. to the car. Okay, got it. Not opening uh, up a mortgage. Well, like, yeah, I was like, is he meeting with a banker? Is, <laughs> does he have yeah. questions? Like, they it just said, seemed like a routine. Yeah, it visit. was just like I needed to deposit money or pull money out. Like, it's going to take got me it. a few minutes, and it should have only taken her a few minutes to walk mm-hmm. a block, buy something, and come back. Got it. Okay. So by 1130, the police department was on site to help search for her. Yes. And obviously, Ray couldn't provide much information. Um, It was really an eventful morning for him, and it was a routine trip to town. And when asked, no one had heard or seen anything unusual near the bank or the gas station or really anywhere around that area. Well, it's... I'm not familiar with Alabama. That's like small town, right? Yeah, small town. So like, yeah, if the locals had seen something that was out of place, they would have like they would have right. noticed. It's like one of those towns like you notice if somebody left their uh, I was going to say something weird, but <laughs> you notice like yeah. if there's just some oddity, right? Well, yeah, if like if especially if there was like an outsider somebody that didn't live in the town Mm -hmm. if they were there like i feel like that's something people would notice like i've never seen that car before i've never seen that person before that seems just like a a normal thing in like small town america like the community is very plugged into what's going on yep i actually just looked it up and in 2020 the population was 7,370 people super small yeah so really small and everyone probably knows everybody and everybody knows everybody's business mm-hmm. um gotta love the, the small town gossip ain't it some stuff though like mm-hmm. 
You never lived in a small town. No, but I would thrive. Ooh, I would be the gossip <laughs> queen of that town. I, I, would, I would be plugged into all the tea. You would be. I and would. you would be like going from place to place and be like, girl, did you oh, hear? Spreading lies and rumors. <laughs> you definitely would. I would. That would be so much fun. That's why I don't tell you anything now. Okay, but I've always said, <laughs> no, I've always said I will gossip if it's about like something stupid. Yeah. If it's like something super serious, like you're pregnant or something like that. That's not my, that's not my business to tell <laughs> you. And, and also like, I, I, I'm not the kind of person that like would want to take that joy away from you because that's something that's very personal. And you, you get to announce that when it's your time, you know what I mean? Of course. But I mean, I would tell my husband, uh, yes. obviously, of course. I mean, if and he one... doesn't talk to anybody, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie that's a lie um <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but you would definitely be like the that oh yeah you're sitting on your porch you're having people oh, yeah. come visit you like that would be your oh yeah scene oh yeah i i would have a newsletter <laughs> oh my gosh you could be like lady whistle down yes. from Richardson. i love that you knew what i was yes, talking no. about that's immediately what popped in my head i would have a newsletter like lady <laughs> well ray was immediately questioned of course but no evidence emerged that he was responsible and the police didn't think he was a suspect at all okay and sherry's mother why would the dad be a suspect? He's a stepdad. Small. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, like you never know what those kinds of yeah certain people how they are. How long, he's, how long has he been around the town? <laughs> Is he a newcomer? No, I don't think so. I think yeah. he's been there with that family for a while. Definitely. I know. I get that vibe. And it was more apparent that like he wasn't involved because he kept searching for her. Until his death in 2003. Okay. Actually, in my research, I did find out that in 1984, there were 7,500 people in with pop for the population. So it actually went down from wow. then to yeah. 2020 by like 120 people. But whatever. Yeah. That's a lot Fluctuates. Of and as we talked about this town, I mean, there's not a lot of things that were happening or that really happened in the town okay. that... People had to gossip about. It was just really quiet, and it was just a farm town. Um, so it was. This was big news. Yeah. And that morning, Sherry mom, Sherry's mom left for her usual shift at Waffle House. Her mom was going to her shift that morning. Her daughter was sleeping on the living room couch, and her mom just started racking her brain of what could have happened. What. What were if there were there any clues as to like was someone watching was was there anything out of place yeah um and she just came to the conclusion that nothing like was Stood out off. of the norm right that's gotta be just so I I can't even imagine yeah well and that day uh Sh Sherry was supposed to go hang out with her grandmother and she was really excited about that too yeah. So it was just any normal day, like during the summer. In any case, the local police arrived and began searching. And they started talking with the gas station staff. Um, but that 
quickly cooled off and they realized they didn't have any information. There were no witnesses that saw Sherry disappear and no one heard a scream or saw any sort of suspicious vehicle. Got it. Later, there was some evidence that came out that Sherry was spotted after June 6th alive and in the company of a man named BJ. (laughs) Never trust a man named BJ. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) Right. Bobby Joe. So this was so that's just a rumor like it's it never was, been confirmed. Yeah, it's never been confirmed. OK. Um. Also, Sherry was seen and I put quotes around that in the company of a truck driver. And that person was about five, eight and 50 years old. There was actually three sightings in total of Sherry after her, her disappearance. disappearance. Wow. OK. But none of them could be verified. OK. So, and that's that that's the frustrating part right right? it's like you get this sliver of hope that you know somebody has found or has at least seen your daughter Mm -hmm. that's gone missing and there's no substantial evidence to back it up that she was even around or seen or anything what year was this again in the 80s 70s 70s yeah there were no cameras no well, and witnesses reported that whatever girl that they kept seeing or whoever saw was really dazed and confused and like upset. But again, no one could substantiate this and confirm that it was Sherry. Hmm. They started trying to talk with the town and see if Sherry was like around anywhere, but no one reported seeing her either on foot or in a vehicle. On that day, she went missing, too. So it was like she vanished out of thin air. Weird. Mm-hmm. Super. And they couldn't, like, did the Chevron people, did they, like, remember remember seeing her at all? Or Yeah. So we don't even know if she made it to we, the gas station. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the problem also was with where she was. Okay. Uh. It was a small town, like we talked about numerous times. Mm-hmm. So that police department had no experience in this. Well, they no experience. They probably don't have a lot of resources mm-hmm. to put into a missing person search. Like, it, and at that point, you're relying a lot on volunteers from the town. And when you get volunteer, when you get masses of volunteers involved in like a search, it can get, it can get convoluted. Yeah, it really does. And I mean, and that was the problem. They kept fumbling up the investigation and like, you know, it was just they were getting roadblocks in front of them because they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, it's not necessarily to fault of the police department. I mean, they just have never had to deal with something of this magnitude before. Mm -hmm. And then over the next few months, obviously nothing came about and the trail went cold. Like I said, people were saying they saw her two or three times after that, but we couldn't verify that. Her mom, Betty, I mean, she's probably come to terms and she does say that she probably thinks her daughter's dead. But she's holding some hope that there will be some evidence that comes about or somehow she's found however long later you know and it's really it's 
kind of funny because there's some investigative reporters that lived in that town that moved away and like came back and started writing about it and like looking into it but they still haven't found anything either got it there's not even enough to like suspect foul play yeah we literally know we, we literally know no, nothing. No, nothing. In 2009, uh investigator named Ryan Anderson began writing about Sherry's case. Okay. And that was the the person, the investigator that was living in Greenville. And then in 2018, some evidence came about, or these oh. people started talking about it again, and they posted something on Facebook which kind of ignited the investigation and made it like a little bit warmer than, you know, a cold case. Yeah. Um, And they were talking about that there was like an ancient hog farm and a suspected local multifamily pedophile and an incest ring. And they started bringing up all these like wild accusations from all these different things. So, I mean, I, I throw these things out there because it's being talked about and they're starting to talk about it recently again after okay. 40 years. Yeah. But again, no information. And even in November of 2020, they're still posting on her Facebook page, you know, saying she's still missing. If anyone has any information, please, yeah, you know, reach out. Well, and I wonder if these like allegations too, of like there being the quote unquote, town pedophile or mm-hmm. whatever is that just gossip that's been kind of like talked about year generation over generation and it was like somebody said something bad about you know bobby joe down the street and then somebody was like well i heard you know what i mean <laughs> like my mom told me to stay away from this person because right. of x y and z and it's like the telephone game yeah. like you hear one little thing like that and then 10 people down the road they're like he's a a horrible person he's a pedophile whatever it may be mm-hmm. and that's what they're saying about this hog farmer and this hog farm like so i mean there but nothing falls back or nothing goes to or provides any evidence that she was there or that's what would happen yeah. or anything of the sort so it's just all wild accusations but this poor 12 year old disappeared out of thin air and that's crazy these cases always like really make you scratch your head because yeah, there's just no information, no substantial information of like what actually happened. Right. And especially the missing ones, the missing ones always freak me out. Even like watching the investigation discovery or like disappeared. Yes. That one always creeps me out. Cause I'm like, what if you like, what, what if it's if, your next door neighbor? Yeah. Like, what if it's your coworker? Like, what if it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, you just think of like what, you just want to know what happened and you never get that closure. No, you don't. And honestly, I mean, I, I love unsolved mysteries and I love being able to talk about it and bring light to all these situations. But most of the time, we're never going to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to keep the conversation going with a lot of these cases, though, too. Yeah. Because it, Maybe something will come to light. Who knows? If anyone has any information about Sherry, please reach out to the Greenville, Alabama Police Department. Yes. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America. Head on over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP. And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email unsolvedamericamvp at gmail.com, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.